Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Hello and welcome back to Coco Sleep, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. I'm delighted to tell all you fans out there that our two thrill-seeking pups are back. Yes, Hector and Sunny are off on their adventures again. Thank you, love my lip gloss, let the little kiddo and Beach Pearl 127 for your lovely comments and story suggestions. We hope you enjoy tonight's bedtime story. Now let's all take a few moments to relax into bed before I start. Take some deep breaths in and let them out slowly and steadily. Breathe in and out. In and out. Wriggle around in your bed until you are comfy and still. Close your eyes. Imagine looking at a golden retriever with big, dark eyes and his very best friend, a cocker spaniel with soft, floppy ears and light eyes. Whilst out on a walk one morning, the friends find some sparkling silver sticks resting against a tree. When they pick up the sticks, Hector and Sonny are transported into a magical world and astonishing things soon begin to happen. This is Hector and Sonny Find a Magical Stick by Gillian Rogerson. On a beautiful morning in summer, a golden retriever called Hector was walking along the streets with his owner. Hector was a friendly dog, and he made sure to bark out a cheerful hello to every dog he passed on his way. Most of the dogs barked back in reply, but some of them had sticks in their mouths, so they wagged their tails instead. Dogs loved carrying sticks, and so did Hector, so he began to look for one. Underneath the trees was always a good place to look for a stick, because branches sometimes fell to the ground during a strong wind. There were plenty of trees at the side of the pavement where Hector was walking, so he began his search for the perfect stick. Hector was so busy looking beneath the trees that he didn't realise his owner was leading him along the street where Hector's best friend lived. But as they got closer to a certain house, Hector saw where they were and wagged his tail in delight. They stopped outside number 33, and Hector barked loudly. Within two seconds, the front door of the house opened and a beautiful cocker spaniel with golden brown fur and blue eyes the colour of the sky ran out and bounded down the path towards Hector, her tail wagging furiously. 
the pals were overjoyed to see each other and barked happily in delight. Their owners said hello and then walked along the street together, with their beloved dogs trotting at their sides. Sonny asked Hector what he'd been up to that morning. Hector replied, "Mm, Not much yet. I was looking for a stick to carry. He looked towards the trees at their side. Sonny, can you see any good ones? Sonny joined in with the search and walked next to Hector. She was extremely good at finding sticks and soon spotted a couple of marvellous ones under a tree. She stood to one side and told Hector to choose his first. Hector said thank you and picked up a bobbly stick. It was a good weight in his mouth and felt comfortable. Sunny picked up the other stick and nodded at her friend. Her stick was a good one too. The dogs carried on walking, happy with the sticks they'd found. But then they noticed something amazing, something they had never, ever seen before. At the side of the path was the biggest tree they had ever seen. A sign was fixed around the trunk of it. There were some words on it, but the dogs couldn't read, so they ignored the sign and let their owners do the reading. Beneath the tree was a collection of sticks. Not just a couple of sticks, but lots and lots of sticks in many different sizes. Some even had leaves on the end of them. Hector and Sonny stared at the sticks in amazement. What was going on? Why were there so many sticks there? They heard their owners talking and made out the words stick library. The dogs had no idea what that meant. Hector's owner knelt next to him and gently took the stick from Hector's mouth. He placed it at the side of the tree next to the collection of sticks. Sonny's owner did the same thing. Hector frowned and said to Sonny, What's going on here? Why have they taken our sticks away? Sonny tipped her head to one side and looked closer at the sticks. Hector, I think we're allowed to take one of the other sticks. Sometimes I go to a big building with my owner and she always has a book with her. She gives the book back but then gets another one off the shelf and takes that home instead. Perhaps that's what we're supposed to do with these sticks. Shall we take a new one and see if we're doing the right thing? Hector said it was worth a try. He grinned cheekily at the sticks and asked Sonny if they should only take one stick or should they take more, because he was certain he could carry three or four if he tried. Sonny said they had brought one stick with them, so perhaps they were only supposed to take one away. Hector nodded. That made sense. But now, which stick should he choose? Then he remembered his manners and stood to one side and told Sonny to pick hers first. Sonny walked back and forth in front of the sticks and gave them a close look. One of them looked a bit different to the other ones. 
It wasn't brown in colour and looked almost silver. Sunny moved closer to the stick and pressed her nose against it to get a really good look. Yes, it was definitely silver. She sniffed it. It smelled different too, but she couldn't work out what the lovely fragrance was. Sunny picked the stick up. The stick tingled gently in her mouth, and her blue eyes grew wide in surprise. She put the stick down and told Hector what had just happened. Hector said, It might be a magical stick. Do you remember when we went into Dreamland last week and we got there by following a silver squirrel called Sydney? Sunny said she would never, ever forget that amazing day. Yes, Hector could be right about the stick being magical. She quickly looked at the remaining sticks leaning against the tree. There was another silver one. Sunny pointed it out to Hector. Hector picked it up and his eyes widened in surprise too, because his stick gently tingled in his mouth, just like Sunny's had. Sunny picked her silver stick up again and looked at her friend. And then, something magical happened. The world around them froze in time. Their owners became as still as statues. The same thing had happened the previous week, when the dogs had gone into dreamland. Time was standing still for everyone except the two dogs. Hector and Sunny didn't know what to do next, so Sunny suggested they wave their sticks about to see if they would make something happen. They waved their sticks. In an instant, the two dogs were transported into another world. They found themselves in the middle of a forest and were surrounded by trees that were covered in sparkling silver leaves. Beneath the trees were dozens and dozens of glimmering gold flowers. The dogs put their sticks down. Hector said, Where are we? How did we get here? Sunny gave him a small smile and said, I think this is my fault. Just before we started shaking our sticks, I thought how lovely it would be to visit an enchanted forest. I think the stick must have heard my thoughts somehow. Hector, look at these trees and flowers. Aren't they beautiful? They're so twinkling and glittery. Hector nodded and said the flowers looked like bells. As soon as he said that, he thought how wonderful it would be if the flowers sounded like bells too. And wouldn't it be amazing if the leaves made music too? In a flash, Hector's stick turned into something else. It was now straight and smooth. Hector thought it looked like one of those sticks music conductors used when they were in front of an orchestra. 
He'd seen a TV program once where lots of people played instruments and the person at the front waved a special stick at them to make the music go faster or slower. Hector picked up the smooth stick. He waved it back and forth in front of the silver trees and the golden flowers to see if anything magical would happen. The sparkling leaves started to softly jingle and jangle. The glimmering flowers began to chime like bells. It was a lovely sound, and it made Sonny dance from side to side. Hector danced too and continued waving his music stick back and forth. Sonny thought about the music stick in Hector's mouth and how much fun it would be to have one too. And all of a sudden, her stick turned into one like Hector's. She picked it up and waved it at the tree and flowers too. The happy music carried on playing, but some of the leaves and flowers floated free and drifted upwards. They turned into silver and gold butterflies. The beautiful butterflies fluttered towards the dogs and danced gently around them in a twinkling cloud of sparkling wings. The butterflies sang a soothing song that made the dogs feel all warm and happy inside. The sight was so amazing that it caused the dogs to stop waving their sticks and gaze at the butterflies in wonder. Sunny put her stick down and said, Hector, wouldn't it be lovely if we could fly too? Hector put his stick down too and agreed that yes, that would be lovely. To their astonishment, their music sticks immediately turned into large broomsticks with silver and gold bristles. The two broomsticks rose from the ground and hovered next to the surprised dogs. The friends didn't know what to make of the broomsticks, but after a quick discussion, they decided the broomsticks must be able to fly, and if they stood on them, they'd be able to fly too. Hector and Sonny jumped onto the broomsticks. The broomsticks were wide and there was plenty of room for their four paws. Slowly and steadily, the broomsticks rose higher above the ground. The dogs grinned at each other. Up and up they went, high above the silver-leafed trees. The broomsticks stopped rising and moved slowly forward over the enchanted forest. The dogs soon worked out they could control the flying sticks by leaning left and right, and if they leaned forward, they made the broomsticks go faster. Going faster was a lot of fun, and the dogs chuckled in delight as they flew over the forest. The wind ran through their fur and made their ears flap. Onwards they travelled, 
over many fields and houses. Everything looked so small to them from up high on their broomsticks. Sunny spotted something ahead and called out, Hector, look, the sea is over there. Shall we go towards it? Can we splash in the water? I love splashing in the sea and running into the waves. Hector loved playing in the sea too. They guided their broomsticks towards the sparkling blue sea. When they got closer, the dogs saw people standing on boards in the water. Big waves curled up behind the people and carried them towards the beach. Even from up high, the dogs could see how happy the people on the boards were. Some were even whooping in joy and waving their arms in the air. Sunny looked over at Hector and said, That looks like fun. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Hector nodded. They guided their broomsticks towards the beach and landed softly on the sand. The dogs looked at the broomsticks and thought how lovely it would be to ride on the waves. The broomsticks changed shape and turned into silver and gold surfboards. The dogs climbed onto them and waited. Nothing happened. Sunny looked at the people on the boards in the sea. She watched as they came to a stop on the beach and saw how they picked up their boards and ran back into the water. She told Hector they had to carry the surfboards into the sea. The dogs were concerned the surfboards might be too heavy, but when they picked them up, the boards were as light as feathers and were very easy to carry. The dogs ran into the sea with their boards and when they were far enough into the water, they climbed onto them and lay on their tummies. Using their front legs, they doggy paddled in the sea until they were a good distance from the shore. They saw a wave curling towards them. Hector and Sunny stood up on their surfboards and waited for the wave to catch them. The wave moved under the surfboards and carried the laughing dogs smoothly through the water and towards the shore. It was tremendous fun and they felt like they were flying again. They barked in utter joy and waved their front legs in the air. As soon as the dogs landed on the shore and came to a stop, they picked up their boards and rushed back into the sea. Over and over, the two friends surfed the blue waves of the sea, until finally they flopped onto the beach in happy exhaustion and agreed they'd done enough surfing. The sand was soft beneath them, and the sun was warm on their backs. The dogs yawned and agreed they could do with a little rest before continuing with their adventure.
Hector saw a line of beach huts behind them. People were sitting in the shade of the open doors of the huts and sipping cold drinks. He said it would be lovely to have somewhere cool to rest for a while. Sonny agreed. The gold and silver surfboards immediately disappeared, and the dogs wondered where they had gone. Hector noticed that a new beach hut had appeared. It was silver and gold, and there were a couple of dog bowls in the open doorway that were full to the brim with water. Hector said the hut must be for them. The dogs padded over to the beach hut and lapped at the water in the bowls. The liquid was refreshingly cold and was just what they needed. Once they'd had enough to drink, they went into the beach hut, lay on their tummies, and looked out at the sea as it flowed gently back and forth. The dogs closed their eyes and listened to the soothing sound of the sea. They felt so very peaceful and relaxed. After a while, the rested dogs felt ready to leave the hut. Sonny asked, What should we do next? What do you like doing, Hector? Hector said he liked doing everything. The two dogs walked away from the beach hut and wriggled their toes into the soft sand. They watched what was happening around them. People were lounging on blankets and reading books. Others were playing a game with a ball and a bat. A couple of children were making sandcastles using a spade and bucket. Hector and Sonny smiled at each other. They knew what they wanted to do next. They thought how lovely it would be to build a sandcastle just like the children were doing. The beach hut behind them instantly changed into a silver spade and a golden bucket. The dogs took the items in their mouths and were soon busy building a sandcastle. It was enormous fun, and they loved seeing how the castle grew bigger and bigger with each bucket full of sand they tipped over. Sonny saw that the nearby children had made a moat around their castle and then filled it with water. She told Hector about it, and very soon they had a water-filled moat around their castle too. They added some shells to the sandy building as well to make it even more amazing. Once they had finished, the dogs stood back to admire their wonderful castle. They thought it was perfect. Sonny asked Hector if they should build another one, but Hector was only half listening to his friend because he'd spotted something in the distance. His mouth dropped open and he blinked several times because he just could not believe 
what he was seeing. Sunny turned around to see what Hector was looking at. When she saw what it was, her mouth fell open too. An enormous see-through ball was rolling across the sand. There was a young woman inside it. She was running inside the ball and making it move across the sand. Sunny told Hector it looked like the hamster wheel that was in her house. Hector didn't know what a hamster wheel was, and he wasn't really sure what a hamster was either, so he asked Sunny to tell him more. Sunny did so and mimed the action of running on a wheel. She said the family hamster loved going on it, and it was the first thing he did every day. The gigantic ball came closer to them. The dogs agreed they would love to go inside something like that, but they weren't sure their magical sticks would change into such huge objects. Sunny sensibly said there was only one way to find out if they could make it happen. The two dogs closed their eyes and thought how lovely it would be to run inside a large see-through ball. When they opened their eyes, they were overjoyed to find they were inside their own giant inflatable balls. Hector moved his paws up and down on the bouncy surface beneath him. His ball began to move slowly forward. He looked over at Sunny and told her to do the same thing. Sunny did so, and her ball moved too. The dogs walked inside the inflatable balls until they got the hang of how to move them. Then they began to jog. And then they started to run. The surface beneath their paws was soft and springy. It felt like they were running on a bouncy castle. Over the sand they rolled laughing and wagging their tails in delight. The two dogs had an amazing time rolling over the sand all the way to the end of the beach. When they got to the end, they turned around and rolled right back to the other side. The people on the beach stopped what they were doing and looked in surprise at Hector and Sonny. When they saw how much fun the dogs were having, the people smiled and waved at them. The dogs waved back. After a few more journeys across the sand, Hector yawned and told Sonny he was getting tired and perhaps they should head back home. When they'd been to Dreamland the week before, Sydney, the silver squirrel, had told them that when they wanted to return home, they should bark three times and they would be home in an instant. Hector asked Sunny if she was ready to go home. 
Sunny said she was, but she wanted one last adventure. She closed her eyes and smiled as she thought about something. The inflatable balls merged together and became one. Hector and Sunny were now standing next to each other. A long string appeared on the outside of the ball, and it looked like the string of a kite. Sunny told Hector they were going to fly back to the enchanted forest and return home from there. The ball rose from the ground and floated through the air like an enormous round kite. The string flapped behind them gently in the breeze. The dogs waved their paws at the people below who were watching them. The huge sandcastle they had made looked smaller and smaller as they went higher and higher. Over the sparkling sea they drifted, watching the surfers ride towards the beach. Back over the fields and houses they floated. The sky grew darker as they travelled towards the enchanted forest. The silver-leaf trees came into view, and the dogs heard the distant sound of tinkling leaves and chiming flowers. A couple of silver butterflies flew closer to the floating ball and guided the dogs down to the ground. The ball landed on the soft ground and the dogs stepped out of it. The ball swiftly turned into two silver sticks, the same sticks Hector and Sonny had picked up earlier. It was time to go home. Hector and Sonny barked three times and picked the sticks up. A second later, they were back at their owner's side. Their owners became unfrozen and carried on chatting to each other, unaware that their dogs had been on an amazing adventure. Hector and Sonny carefully put the silver sticks back where they had found them, ready for other dogs to have a magical adventure too. They picked up the sticks they had found on the way to the big tree and looked at their owners to let them know they were ready to carry on walking. Hector and Sonny walked back to their homes. They took their sticks into their houses because... They wanted to keep them a little longer, to remind them of their lovely adventure. Before Hector and Sonny said goodbye to each other, they said they just couldn't wait to meet again. And perhaps, just perhaps, 
they would go on another adventure again. <laughs>